Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen? And so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Blah, 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 Blah. Try again, fuckfaces. There ain't no episode of Scream Queens this time, no sorry, Bob. Do you know why? Because it is I, Flem, Flem the Gargoyle, Roller of the Darkness, Bringer of the Pain. And winner of best puns in the 1997 Mr. Hot Heine contest at Captain Nipples Bar and Grill. And you, you, pathetic, putrid, friendless, dateless, pubic hairless, moldy, crusty, mossy, flossy, skid box in the underpants of the world, otherwise known as the listeners of the Scream Queen's Hotter Podcast. You thought you were going to hear another show? No. Patrick is on hiatus. I don't know what that means, but it sounds dirty. It sounds like his butthole is in the middle of his back, which it might be. He did have that surgery. You never know. You want to know where my butthole is? Which one? I've got 19. Anyway, today is a very special day. Because today, pig sniffers. I... Flimdy Gargoyle, eternal prigger of misery to the people of the world. And the afterworld will be fulfilling my lifelong dream. And believe me, fuckfaces, that's a very, very, very long time. I will be hosting my very own advice show. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to rapping with Flem. Not like, not like rapping. No, no, no. I mean like 70s rapping. You know, we're going to be out here. We're going to be telling it like it is. I'm going to be giving you helpful hints for your life. Now, I think I have lots of callers lined up for me to help with their little stupid pathetic lives. So why don't we get right down to it, shall we? Of course we shall. <laughs> How do you work this thing? God damn it! Hi, Flem. My name is Kristen. Hello. Can you settle a bet for me? Yes. Which guy is a better actor? Steve hmm. Gutenberg or <laughs> Judge Reinhold? Well, Steve Gutenberg turned in some incredible performances. <laughs> Three Men and a Baby, <laughs> Short Circuit. <sighs> but Judge Reinhold has also put in a few that are really good as well. My boyfriend and I are constantly fighting about it. Can you settle this once and for all for me? <sighs> Thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. Really? Is this the kind of bullshit I'm going to have to deal with? Where is my producer? Where is my producer? That's right. I don't have a producer. Okay. Okay. Flem, this is what you've always wanted to do. You have to respond to what the public gives you. Okay. Channeling my inner strength. What would Dr. Laura do? What would Dr. Laura do? What would Dr. Laura do? Damn the homosexuals! 
Well, that wasn't an appropriate answer, but let's just take a moment to sit back and think about this. Kristen, thank you for calling in. What an interesting way to kick off my dream show. Hmm, all right, Steve Gutenberg or the Judge Reinhold. Now, this is a very difficult question because you're asking me who's the better actor. Because here's the thing. I would have to say Judge Reinhold. Just because, you know, well, I don't know. Because let's look at the both of them, the two of them together. Both of them had very auspicious, yet very, very interesting film debuts. Because Steve Gutenberg, the first time you ever saw him on camera was roller boogieing down the street, wearing big, gigantic headphones on his head in the film Can't Stop the Music with the Village Persons. Meanwhile, Judge Reinhold made his television debut on the series Wonder Woman. You know, with Linda Carter. And I don't know what he played. He might have played, I don't know. Wonder Judge. I don't know, but that's not the point, Ron. Very interesting ways to debut. And as you said, Steve Gutenberg has been in three men and the baby in the short circuit. Who is Johnny? Your mother. That's who Johnny is. That's what she said and smiled in that special way. What is that song even about? I don't know. It's a robot. But anyway, we're not talking about this show. Okay, wait, we're not talking about robots. We're talking about your problem. Okay. I would have to go with Judge Reinhold just because I got to watch him masturbate in the Fast Times at the Ridgemont High. And, you know, that's something that Steve Gutenberg has never, ever done in the history of his film career. I've never got to see him masturbate. And that is the true judge of acting, right? You know. You know, Kristen. You know. However, I might be a little slanted, though, because Judge uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg is an instrument of Satan, just so you know. Just so you know, he is a demon from the third circle of hell. Which is kind of nice. It's kind of like the suburbs, but, you know, it's like a demon life. But, you know what, still, I have to support my people, but Judge Reinhold, better actor. Now, I think your question is indicative of a bigger problem, Kristen. Because if this is what is keeping your boyfriend up at night, you and your boyfriend, talking about these two, you've got problems. You've got deep, serious problems. You should be, you know, butt-fucking each other or something. Or, you know, watching two broke girls. Because, you know, I don't know if you know that both of those girls are gargoyles. Very, very sexy gargoyles with dirty mouths. So I think you really need to take a look at your relationship. And the other thing I have to bring up, Kristen, I want to thank you for the photo that you sent me. She's been stalking me for a while, which is weird, because she says, I love the show, even though the two before this, there's been no show. She a little cray-cray. But, uh, Kristen, thank you for the picture of your girly parts. Yeah, she sent me a picture of her vagina. At least I think it's her vagina. Wait, it's either her vagina or it's a picture of a bulldog eating mayonnaise. I just wanted to think about that for a minute, all of you. Just think of the face of the little bulldog, you know, with all those little wrinkles and stuff, and all the mayonnaise that's mixing with the saliva and getting watery and bubbly, and it's like sinking into all the nooks and the crannies, and it's got flopping everywhere, 
and it's starting to smell like really eggy and oily, but also with the elbow breath of the dog. And then there's the sound. Actually, I think I answered your problem. You need to wash your vagina, perhaps, girl. Wash your vagina so that your boyfriend will be hitting that instead of talking about Judge Reinhold and Stevie Gutenberg. Okay, thank you for calling in, Kristen. Get some serious help. Goodbye. Please die. Um, hello, Mr. Flem. Uh, my name is Elmer, and the question that I have for you is how did you acquire your current position and what job search methods did you use? Thank you. Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me here? You know what? You people are ruining my dream. You know, I thought I was supposed to be helping with your personal problems. Instead, I'm finding a job and, and, and settling arguments about terrible actors. <laughs> buck up, buck up, little camper. You are Fraser Crane. You are Fraser Crane. I'm listening. Okay, Elmer, with your deep, sexy voice. Listen, I got where I am the old-fashioned way. I am a self-made gargoyle. I came out of the egg kicking and screaming, punching and fighting, and if I, somebody gets in my way, I kill them, I eat them, I poop them out, I eat them again. So that is what I suggest to you. You know, you go up and show up for a job interview, and they're giving you lip, kill them, eat them, poop them out, eat them again. I don't know if it will help, you know, you advance your career, but it will blow down on the competition, and plus, Plus, you'll probably go to prison and get electrocuted and die, and now it made me very happy, Elmer. No, that is not helpful. That is not helpful advice. Okay, I know, Elmer. Tell you what. You can apply at the position to be my um, personal assistant. Now, Elmer. Elmer. What I want you to do. Tonight, when you go to bed, get naked. Cover yourself with, oh, I don't know, maybe apricot preserves and sprinkles, definitely sprinkles. No mayonnaise, unless you want to look like Kristen's nasty bulldog pussy. And then, when you go to bed, leave your window open. The cold air will be very brisk, and when you get up in the morning, you will be all ready to go. And if I have them to show up and tear out your throat in the middle of the night, good. Good. Making America a better place. But I don't know. Just die. Goodbye, Elmer. Please die. Oi. Oi. Yeah, Flim, this is Jay in Ohio. Uh, uh, Chuck Ugh. in Ohio. Liar. Uh, I just, I just really needed some advice. Um, yes, there, uh, I've just been really confused and bothered recently. You see, uh, I'm having some trouble at home. Uh, it's a really weird uh, situation. Yes. And, uh, I thought maybe you could help. Spit it out! Recently, my wife, uh, out, we'll say, when stepping out for a weekend, yeah, uh, with with a, a gay guy, which was odd because oh. mm -hmm. well, she's a girl, and I don't know, but um, they swear nothing happened. 
but I received uh, an interesting phone call from from the fella, as it were. And let's just say now this fella knows things about parts of my anatomy. What? And she's constantly comparing he and I, and and he was comparing me to other. Anyway, Slim, I'm just really confused. What is happening? What to think about it? But really, that's not the advice I want. Um, Slim. Yes. Can you tell me how to bake a proper creme brulee? Ah! Uh, the other thing was really ah! just ah! an anecdote, really. Uh, ah. Now, uh, I am having problems. I guess you could address either or. <sighs> Slim. What? You should be stoned, mister. You should be stoned with actual stones and pebbles and rocks and old clubs of used cat litter and just... Are you sure you're not Zombart? Because that was like pulling teeth to get something. Oh, pulling teeth. That would be fun, too. I would like to do... You know, I had to Dr. Ruth do this year after year after year after year. Maybe I should have picked the topic. Maybe I should have somebody screening my cars. Who am I yelling at? There's nobody here. All right, Chuck, who's not Jay Emmett. Listen, first of all, your wife goes out to the gay man. That's the way it should be. Every woman should have a gay friend. It keeps her real. It keeps her cool. Cooler than you'll ever be. And if you're jealous, well, that's too bad. And it sounds like, from what you're saying, that this gay guy was hung like a moose. If he's comparing, she, now she's comparing you to him, and maybe he was not gay after all. Maybe she's having an illicit affair, and maybe you should throw yourself into the largest combine engine that you could find. You know, kind of like Vitamix yourself up. That should end your suffering. But besides that, there really wasn't much of a problem there. Uh, oh, what's your other problem? Uh, the creme brulee. Yes, okay, what you need to do is very simple. You know, after you, like, beat all the six egg yolks and the four tablespoons of sugar and vanilla in a mixing bowl, and then you put it in low heat, and then you mix it on a double boiler, and then you put it in the oven for, like, 30 minutes. The thing to do is, before you, you know, burn the top with a little torch, what you need to do, this is very, very important. I learned this in France. You take the torch, you turn it up as high as it can go, and then you stick it as deep as you can into your nose. And you leave it there until you die. Okay? Oh, wait a minute. I remember. I remember your wife now. Isn't that funny? You're asking about the creme brulee recipe, and creme brulee was the name she was going by when she was dancing on that pole in that club that they went out to. Oh, I remember her. She was making it rain. Making it rain, rain, rain. And I don't mean with money. I mean with fluids. It was amazing. It was, she's a nasty girl. She is Miss Jackson if you're a nasty girl. Yes. Vitamix yourself with the torch up your nose. That should solve all your problems. Goodbye, Chuck. Please die. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, hi. I was wondering, do you know of anything that gets blood out of a 70s shag carpet? <gasps> it's a lot of blood. I mean, oh. 
It's really a lot of blood. Oh, um, yeah. Any recommendation you could give would be really appreciated. And uh, thanks a lot. Love the show. Uh, finally, a caller with a question that I could literally and figuratively sink my teeth into. Thank you, Mystery Carter. Thank you for making my day. Yes. Yes, I do know the perfect thing for getting blood out of a shag carpet. Although first, I need to know one little question. Little little bit of information before we go any further. Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> it's funny because it's like pubidex. Pubid, pubidubids, the pubid. Never mind, listen. This is what you do, Mystery Carter. If you've got blood in your shag carpet, you get down there and you munch it. You keep munching on that blood until all the blood is gone. You get in there and you get it flossing in between your teeth if you have to. And you just go... Just like slather through the teeth and that. Oh, gosh. You just, and if it doesn't work, then maybe you call a gargoyle friend, like maybe a talk show host that you ever, and maybe he could come over and he could help and you can just sit there and just share munching that carpet. You take turns going back and forth and back and forth. And if you get some on your face, the gargoyle can lick it off like this. How about that? I just ejaculated. Well, Unfortunately, there's nothing to get spooge, gargoyle spooge, out of a Stephanie Shack carpet because it's kind of like the alien acid that's just gonna burn a hole right through anything. So, uh. Yeah, I'll call you. Okay. No, just, yeah, no, no, no. Text you. Yeah. yeah, that was, this was fun, Carla. We'll do lunch sometime. Yeah, don't call me. I'll call you. Goodbye. Please die. Uh, yeah, hi. This is Linda. Uh, Flynn, I got a question for you. I'm trying to decide on the right anal bleach that I should be using, and I narrow it down to two. I'm thinking either Dr. Varen's or maybe a Reviva Brown Spot. So, uh, would love your opinion. Thanks a lot. Love the show. Gross. Linda? You are a gross, gross lady girl person. If you are a lady girl person, because your voice sounded very strange. Like, perhaps you're on hormones, or maybe you're a munchkin. I don't know. Are you a smurf, Linda? <gasps> In which case, yes, you probably need anal bleaching, because nobody likes blue butt. Nobody likes blue butt. Not even other smurfs. But listen, Linda, 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 girl. You want to leave that to a professional, okay? You don't want to be doing that by yourself, okay? I'm just gargoyle to whatever you are. Make an appointment at the spa, and let somebody do it for you. Because, you know, I'll forget that he's not here. I'm going to tell stories out of school. Why? Because I'm evil? It's what I do. It's a whole Gargolian thing. Deal with it! Now, he'd be very mad if I told you this, but too bad. Patrick had his anus bleached, except he did it himself. You know, it was a long, snowy winter, and he was stuck in the house a lot, and Mr. Brad wasn't home, and he was bored, and he was like, well, you know, he just used some household things from underneath the sink to do it himself. And it didn't really work. Because, well, it's too white. There's such a thing as a, a too white anus, you know, because now he looks like a deer from behind. You know, it's blinding. Blinding. Like he bent over to tie his shoe and like the, the plants die from this over side. They burst into flame. It's not good. It's not good. Normally, we bend over and you know, they die because of the farts. But no, no, this is just in the blinding light. It's terrible. 
One time, one time I looked right into it. It was like an eclipse. I didn't see right for two days. And plus, like my shadow was burned onto the wall behind me, you know, like in Hiroshima. Don't do it yourself, girl. Have it be done by a professional. Don't be like Patrick. Don't turn your asshole into a spotlight, okay? That's from me to you, girl. That's from me to you, and that's one to grow on. Hi, um, this is Rob, and I hope I'm calling the right number. I'm calling for Flem's asshole advice line. Wait, what? Com, and I, I just wanted to know what your advice was as far as anal bleaching. I mean, <laughs> I've been just spreading my cheeks and pouring a bottle of bleach down the crack. <laughs> and when I show it to the ladies at the li- the library, when I show up, you know, to do my porn search searches. On Spit the internet, there they don't seem to be all that impressed. So I wonder if you had any tips as far as how to improve my tech technique. Thanks, Slim. Bye. All right, listen, Robert. You did not get the right number because no, this is not Flem's asshole advice line for chat. No, this is line. Uh, this is Flem the Gargoyles advice for assholes, not asshole advice. About your asshole. You know what I'm saying? It's all like uh, semantics, semantics, so whatever. I know who you are. This is Robert Arbest, isn't it? I knew it! I can tell. I can smell you through the phone. And listen, you of all people need anal bleaching. It's disgusting down there. There ain't enough bleach in the whole damn world. You should try hydrochloric acid. Tell you what, why don't you come over here and I'll spit in your asshole. It'll burn you all the way through to the other side and come out your pee-pee. You look like Goldie Hawn. And that becomes it with the big hole. That should impress the bitches at the library. Stick that in your Dewey's death in my system, bitch. Why are people calling me with your asshole problems? I don't care about your asshole. I am not talking about breaching of the assholes anymore. I've said what I need to say. Leave it to a professional. This is supposed to be a professional show, and you are ruining my dream. And, and, and... Flem, Flem, what's going on? I'm looking at the whole house. Hi, Patrick. How are you? I'm fine. No, I'm doing my show. Oh. Remember you said I could do my calling in my show. I did. And it was going to be a regular feature. Yeah, about that. Yes. April Fool. <gasps> <No! laughs> I hate you so much. I know. <laughs> you are such a bad person. I know. I really am. This is what it sounds like when gargoyles cry, Aww. which is what the original name of that song was, because Prince is also a gargoyle. A lot of people don't know that. Of course he is. Of course he is. Poor Flem. There, 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 there. So April Fools, everybody. Hope you enjoyed a little visit with Flem. I'll be back later on this week with an actual episode of Scream Queens. So you just keep an eye on your feed for that. We're going to be talking about a whole slew of movies, including Contracted, Dark Touch, Dead Before Dawn. Toad Road, and the Japanese TV show Prayer Beads. So, we got a whole lot of show coming up sometime in the next couple of days, and it's gonna be great! Yay! I didn't think crushing a gargoyle's dreams would be this fun, but you know what? It really was. <laughs>
Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com. Bitches! <laughs>